If you've got a tattoo of your favorite Pantone color chip, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to Adyak. Adyak is the official podcast of the AAF Lehigh Valley. I'm your host, Nathan Linder. Adyak is sponsored and produced by Fire Rock Productions. Adyak is recorded at Adams Outdoor Advertising's Eastern PA Market. Our theme song is written and produced by Carlo Acera. So this is an episode we've been playing around with pretty much since the inception of the podcast. Um, welcome to Client Horror Stories. <laughs> and uh, here to help me with a few stories of his own is our guest. He graduated from Northampton Community College in 2006. In 2007, he started his own highly successful web graphic and print design agency, J. Taylor Design. Still running strong after 13 years, our guest has served as creative director and principal for his company, which realized a long time ago that exciting brands had polished, modern, exciting creative. He wanted to work with clients whose passions were one and the same as his. As he puts it, branding and digital experiences don't have to be boring. J. Taylor Design is a highly respected and sought-after agency located here in the Lehigh Valley that's worked with clients such as Petrucci, Morningstar Living, Nick Zaworski & Sons, Northampton Community College, and Bridles by Sandra, just to name a few. Please welcome to the show the multi-award-winning creative director and the current vice president of AAF, Greater Lehigh Valley. No, not that James Taylor, but as far as we're concerned, the James Taylor. Welcome to the show, James. Thank you. Thanks for being here. So as you know, uh, you follow us on social media. Of course. Like a lot of people do. And uh, please check us out. We're at AAFGLV on Facebook, LinkedIn, and Twitter. And uh, like I said, this is a this is an episode that we've been toying around with doing for a while. It was it was one of like the the core concepts that when we we pitched the idea of the podcast that well, let's do a client horror stories. So I thought let's do it on social media. Let's get some some people to kind of interact with us. Uh, so what I wrote was you know keeping clients anonymous. Guests will share their funniest, most bizarre requests, revisions, and demands. Do you have a story? Post it below or call Sheila Yaust to be a guest. So Ed Frack. Uh, from The Factory Advertising, a local agency here in the Lehigh Valley. He wrote, I honestly don't know where to start. I could probably write a book. Well, Ed and I have been, we've been friends for quite some time. We worked together for many years. Uh, so I immediately kind of responded back, you know, I bet you could, Ed. think you can reply with a quick one or two sentence example we could share on the show. So he immediately posted, um, a client would have me take him to dinner regularly at which he would buy his wife dinner on me and take it home in a to-go box. So that's not even like a, a creative difference. But right off the back, said that's just uh, that's just rude. <laughs> I, I, I don't. I just don't know where to where to go with that one. But we want to thank Ed uh, for sharing his his story. Check out his agency at thefactoryadvertising.com. Uh, so James, you have kind of a unique story. Uh, your client horror story is a prospective client horror story. Right. What you got? Yeah. So um, my story is a. Uh, like you said, uh, revolved around a prospective client where I got the call to go out and chat with them and I went to do so. So it was for a funeral home and there are some perceptions around a funeral home. Of mm -hmm. course, you expect it to be kind of buttoned up. It's where you're resting your loved ones. And so you expect it to be neat, tidy and organized. And at this point, I had already done some work for some other funeral homes. I've, of course, been to funerals. Mm -hmm. So there is certainly that perception. So very polished, kind of somber atmosphere. Definitely, very definitely. So I get to this funeral home, and there's a gentleman outside who is uh, extremely gothic, which is okay, right? but just wasn't what I expected. And he had like the snake piercing things in his lips, like the bottom outside corners of his lips where they're pierced. But again- Whereas it was a snake? That's what, I think that's what they call it. Yeah. But- uh, Are you sure you didn't make a, a wrong turn? You were like Hot Topic or something? <laughs> no, you were at the funeral no, home. I was okay. at the funeral All home. Right. Uh, and it's totally fine. I, I 
you know, my perception of what I was expecting to be there is, is different, and that's okay. It's not, not really a big deal. You kind of roll with it, so it's fine. So this guy was just hanging out. He, he just kind of walked to be past hanging him. Out. Okay. Um, I asked him about the guy I was supposed to meet with. He's like, he said, no, he's, on, he's still at lunch. He'll be back soon. And so he steps out, uh, in, out from in front of the front door, and that entire door is like shattered glass, like not put together whatsoever. So it was like another like, oh, that's weird, but whatever kind of thing. And so uh, at this point, again, the guy is not there whom I'm supposed to meet. So I'm just waiting in the ho- in like the lobby at this point. So all in all, me waiting in the lobby ends up being like 45 minutes. It's oh my a gosh. very, very long time. And so I make my rounds around the lobby just looking at all the stuff, just kind of biding my time. And so I make a couple laps. And so after that, I continue to make slower laps and really look at the details. And I notice there's like a candlestick that's broken and glued together, but like really not like they tried at all to put right. it back together the right way. So I'm like, oh, that's kind of interesting. And I get to another corner and there's like a kind of like a pukish stain on the rug. And then there's like a crack in the mirror. And so I just keep making my way around the room and there's all this like kind of bizarre stuff that again, my perception of a funeral home is that it's going to be polished and because it's because it should be. This is the final and, resting yeah, place of yeah, loved ones. You know, yeah, you don't want absolutely. cracked glass and, you know, yeah. half put together candles. Right. So uh, I'm a little surprised at this point, and I'm starting to get frustrated about the time that, of how long I'm having to wait. Um, finally, eventually, again, 45 minutes later, the guy shows up. He has a burned out cigar in his mouth with a dirty guy that was with him, and he doesn't look at me at all and says, follow me. Like, he makes no eye contact whatsoever. It's a little ominous, considering and, <laughs> where you are. I mean, yeah. I don't know if I would have kept, <laughs> kept following him. Uh, yeah, so I was like, all right, well, whatever. I'm already, like, here. I might as well just get this over with. Right. And so I follow him and the dirty guy back to this room. So, wait, I'm sorry. Let me just yeah. it, 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 You got to ex- explain probably. the dirty guy. Okay, it, right. Because now is the... At what point do you realize, is this goth guy part of the organization, so, or yeah. is he just hanging out? So I realize after he says that the guy I'm supposed to meet isn't there, that he's part he's of the part organization. He's part of the staff. Oh, jeez. Yes, okay. part of the staff. So, which is, again, no big deal. But then the guy shows up with the dirty guy. The dirty guy, I mean, he was, like, covered in dirt, basically. Like, so, you know, dressed normally, but just covered in dirt. Like, his forearms and hands were just... Was like he like? Did he look like like? Was he wearing like overalls? Like someone? No, that was doing, just kind of no, like just, oh t-shirt my, and okay. jeans and just in like dirt all over. Him. Okay. So, again, it's just like a, a thing that I wasn't expecting. I'm rolling with it. It's no. So big this is deal. your squad now. Yeah. You're, you're with dirty yeah. guy, goth guy, and cigar chump. And cigar guy. guy. <laughs> okay. The cigar again. Cigar is out, but it's like moist, Ugh. like halfway up that he's been like holding on yeah. to for a while. So I follow him back to the office, and uh, it's this tiny, probably like ten by fifteen room. And there's the four of us now in this room. And he says, take a seat, but there's like stuff everywhere. And he points at a chair for me to sit at, but there are clothes all over the chair. So I kind of like brush stuff aside like like a dog, like making a home like right. bed. Do you like turn around a couple down. times yeah. and sit down? <laughs> and uh, like, so I'm at this point, I know like this is, I'm, I'm not thrilled about this situation, but I'm just going to do my best to be professional, get over with this meeting and get out. Um, so we're sitting there talking, we briefly talk about their website, which is what they were asking me to come in to talk about. And then the guy, the main guy starts to go on like a really lengthy dissertation about why he's so successful in business because he used to run a transportation service and he made all of the staff wear white. Wow. So it was his like differentiating factor. 
And he's telling me the story and he's kind of sitting back in his chair and rocking with like his eyes closed, like he's just like grasping onto these Re- memories. Yeah. Really in touch with himself, really, yeah. really pleased. And um, it really has nothing to do with what I'm there to talk about, but he just goes on this long tangent. And eventually he gets interrupted by somebody else who says, you have a phone call and he leaves. So now I'm left in the room with the dirty guy and the snake piercing guy uh, who at this point I hadn't met the dirty guy just yet, but I had only met the snake piercing guy. So we start briefly chatting and um, I ask the guy, I say, you know, what do you, do you work here? And he's like, no, nah, I don't work here. And I was like, <laughs> oh, all right. So I was like, well, what do you do? And he's like, oh, they pay me from time to time to clean out the graves. So I was like, oh, okay, so you kind of do work here. With but his like, hands? I, I don't know. Oh, my gosh. So, uh, again, this is just a very, very lengthy process of me wanting to get out now. And the, guy, the main guy isn't back just yet. So I'm just doing my best to like, be like, okay, like, I just need to get out of here. So the guy, the dirty guy, asks me, well, what does a website cost? And at this point, I'm already like, all right, my ceiling, I'm just going to put out, throw out the number, and, and that's going to be what it is. Um, so finally, after a little bit, the guy comes, the main guy comes back and sits down and starts talking to me again, but he breaks and says, do you mind if I chew? Which is another like thing. Like I'm, I'm like, all right, fine. And, but we're sitting like adjacent each other on the corner of the, of his desk. And he's now spitting into a waste basket oh that gosh. is like equidistant to both so of even us. even back in the like the mad men days when <laughs> someone was you were at a client meeting and it was it was pretty much uh assumed or it was it was cool or okay for someone to say mind if i smoke right or maybe they wouldn't even ask sure but even then i don't think i've ever been in a meeting where someone says mind if i chew because that's yeah. a whole other level of just kind of gross well yeah i mean you're spitting into yeah, something right and it's it's visible to all it's in your teeth uh, yeah Yep. So again, I'm just doing whatever I can to just be as professional as I can be because I know I need to get out. I've, at this point, I've made up my mind. I don't want this project, but I'm just doing what I can to get out of the situation. Uh, all in all, it ends up being like a two hour and 45 minute thing of me like from getting there to being able to finally leave. Um, so again, he's now at this point now he's chewing and he's talking about the project and he says, well, what does a website cost? And now I'm like, I double that number that I was going to say. And he's like, all right, that, give me a contract and let's get started. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, sure. And so I leave. And of course, I did not, did not follow uh, up. Yeah, did not follow up. There's just no way. It, the money would not be worth it. Well, I think there's something to be said there for your professionalism to maintain the decorums. Because a lot of people... I mean, there there are their limits, but to, to hang in there in in a situation like that that I think is borderline inappropriate on their part. It just didn't yeah. seem like they had the professionalism on their side of of the table that that you had. Sure. Um, yeah, I don't necessarily. I mean, everybody's can be unconventional, and that's okay. Right. And, and again, there were a lot of like factors that I didn't expect for a funeral home, but it was you know I was rolling with it. Yeah. Everybody's different, and that's totally fine. But at like halfway through and I'm feeling like I'm trapped and I sure. can't get out of this situation. I'm just doing whatever I can to get out. I think unconventional is is acceptable. It's just when it, it's that fine line between unconventional yeah. and unprofessional and sure. like unsavory and odd. I mean, I've been on many uh, client calls where, you know, the clients where they're in their home and like their dogs will jump up on mm-hmm. me and, and I, that doesn't bother me at all. Yeah. I, you know, I love, love dogs, love animals, but um, that just seems like such an odd situation and a little foreboding, yeah. you know, like I said earlier, <laughs> you know, just say, follow me. 
Um, and then you had another anecdote that I thought was was kind of funny because you thought you were straight up being pranked. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got a call about a logo that somebody wanted to have created. And I, I thought for sure it was a friend of mine messing with me. Uh, so the guy calls and he says, so I want a logo. I want it to be a dog wearing a cowboy hat with a sheriff's badge on, holding a hoagie in one hand and a gun in his other hand and like cowboy boots on. And at like, as he's going on, the more like specific he gets, the more I'm like, this is, this is not real. It's just Somebody's way too elaborate, way me. too odd. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, Sure enough, like a few months later, I drive by in this town and there is this logo that somebody then put together. Wow. But the the end of that story is, is that, are they still around? Oh, no, no. Yeah, that, it must have been that logo. <laughs> it had to. Yeah, it must have logo. been. It's way too confusing. <laughs> like, no one, no, no one knew what, to, what it no, was. Oh, yeah. I mean, was it like a, 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 a hot dog and burger? Something like that. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why the hoagie was there. In the, <laughs> 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 um. Well, I actually bought something to share as well, and it's, I actually, um, I cleared this with my superior before I told it, but again, keeping everything anonymous, but um, one of the more unique clients uh, that we ever had, uh, it was a locally made uh, mom and pop, uh, they, they made a, a beverage, like a local, it's, it's just uh, kind of homemade type of thing that they, they manufacture and, and, and they sell locally. Um, so the way we, we kind of like to um, interact with our clients is uh, I believe they called in and were interested in doing business with us, and we set up a meeting between the account executive, uh, this client, and, and myself for, for this particular project I, I was going to take it on. And um, they came in, and they were one of the clients that, and, and I'm sure you've, you've experienced this before, where they come to the table um, with an idea already in mind. Mm. Which sometimes is absolutely great. It it kind of it, it saves us kind of like um, you know some a bit of the process sure, if they have something discovery. kind of yeah something uh, something solid in their mind that they feel is that they maybe they've used before maybe they envision it you know uh, maybe we can help them envision it a little differently but um, you know sometimes that helps other times not not so much sure yeah um, and I feel like this this may be one of those situations. So um, they, they came in and kind of before we could even start having the discovery meeting to discuss like, you know, what their, what's their one message? Because, um, and I probably should have mentioned this, you know, from the beginning, but uh, this was for a billboard that we, mm. were, we were creating, you know, for this, for this local company. And they said, well, I have this idea. I want to, I want to take the product and I want to, I want to take one of our big jugs of it and I want to, and I want to just, I want to drink it, but not just drink it. I want to, I want to hold it up high in the air and I want to, I want to guzzle it and I want to have all of the, mm. I want it to fill my mouth and I want, and it's just coming out like all over me <laughs> and, 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 you know, just, it is just to show like, just, just how much that, you know, people love it, that I love it. Like that's, that's what I'm envisioning. Mm. So I was, I wasn't sure you know, about, about, about the image. I wasn't sure what the message was. So, uh, he, they followed that up with what, what are your photographer? Can you, can you help me out with that, with that image, with that vision? And I said, well, to be honest with you, our in-house photo capabilities aren't that high end to capture kind of the dramatic scene that you're describing to us. 
um, you know, we, we have done some photos for clients before, like headshots and, and whatnot for people that may or may not you know, be on a billboard. Sure. But something that, uh, with that much flair, that, that's more of like a studio shot with a professional, because I'm sounding, here's like you want to capture all of like the splash and like glisten <laughs> of this scene in your head. And he's like, yeah. And I, and I said, well, how about, would you be open to us Maybe uh, coming up with, you know, let's part ways here after we talk a little more, coming up with a couple alternate ideas to share with you. And they were like, yeah, yeah, I'd be, I'd be open to that. And I said, okay, so what is the one message? Because, again, it's a billboard. What's the one thing that you want to communicate with your ad? They say, um, we deliver. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm thinking, okay, how, how does that, like, do you show up and Correct. do that yeah. to, to, in, in with the person's <laughs> house? Like, dump this all over yourself? I couldn't make the connection in my head. So um, we, we parted ways, and uh, our team started to come up with some creative ideas. And as we were working on the ideas, uh, we received an email from this client, um, very excited, saying they found a professional photographer. And they, had, they got the photo shoot done, and mm. they were really excited, and they wanted to share the photos. So at first, I was kind of slightly relieved because great they they did their due diligence in finding a professional photographer sure, to yeah. really take the shot make it look great and i thought okay well let's let's take a look at them let's see you know what, what we have to work with open the files and it was um everything i had ma I, had ma I had imagined and anything that they had described but it, it was that awful scene but in crystal clear beautiful clarity <laughs> <laughs> it was like then they did, I mean, they really went to town on the shoot. There was one where the product uh, that they used was this red. And this particular beverage has kind of like this viscous kind of like uh, uh, texture to it. And it just looked like, uh, he, had, he had looked like um, like uh, Carrie from the prom, oh, like because it, it's his red. It was right. all over. Then he had this other one. It was like this yellowish orange color. And there were shots with the shirt off, shirts with the shirt on. Um <laughs> So he was very excited uh, about this. And I honestly, I wasn't really sure how to proceed because I just didn't think we'd be able to match that image with the message mm -hmm. that was important to them. So I kind of got together with, with the account executive and, and our, our sales uh, manager. And we chatted about it. I thought, well, maybe we should have a conversation that maybe this, this isn't really uh, portraying your product in the best light because maybe it's not as advertising now that it's been poured all over the place, sure. all over yourself. So we talked about it, and we, we crafted a, a very professional email saying that we would proceed with doing a piece of creative with, with one of these images, but we would hesitate because of, you know, reasons X, Y, and Z. So, uh, you know, they came back, and we presented the creative, the, the two ideas we came up with, and then the one with, with one of the photos. Of course, they went with <laughs> one of the photos. Now, the kind of happy kind of, I guess, ending to this is that uh, people are kind of a vertical phenomenon, obviously. Billboards, most of ours, are horizontal. Mm -hmm. So to really uh, give it the most impact of what he wanted to show, we really zoomed in on the the top part of the scene. So a lot of the splashing and kind of the, the grossness and, and going all, all over himself was, was kind of cut and more focused on the big pour, you know, from mm -hmm. the jug, mm -hmm. you know, to the mouth. But there was still that... The mouth was full. It was still splashing quite a bit all over. And if, and if I had turned the design upside down, it looked like he was hurling it back <laughs> into the, the jug. 
Um, but yeah, we, we did our best to make it look the best. They were happy with it. They were thrilled with it. They shared it with, uh, with their team, which I'm sure that's all people that, yeah, you know, he, on the same he, page, he pays sure. on the same page. So, um, yeah, so that kind of, it, it had a kind of a happy ending, but it was, it was quite a journey. And, um, I guess now like, uh, I have a little mini discussion. Where do you draw the line? Like, well, what do you think? Like, like at what point is is there like when when you're going down a, a road that you kind of feel like isn't quite right yet you don't want to uh, you you want to consult the client, sure, not insult yeah. the client. Mm-hmm. But that too is a fine line. So, at what point do you you pick up shop and just say, I don't think this is the right you know relationship? Obviously, we hung in there and uh, tried to give them the best possible product we could. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, that's a tricky question. Um, I mean, we're all in business to to make money, but we're also creative and artists. And the best of us, I think, that are are doing it really care about the client and the money that they're spending. So Absolutely. it's not necessarily about just cashing a check and getting the work done. As, as, and in my situation, for sure, that's never the goal whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm fortunate that the majority of the clients that I'm working with are hiring me because they really are excited about what I'm able to bring to the table. Mm-hmm. So that makes my job easier because they already like what I'm doing and it becomes more of a conversation as opposed to like, I'm just hired to push buttons for them. So I think that that, I've had situations like that where it just mutually doesn't make sense to work and uh, and finish a project. And normally it's a conversation of here's where we're at and and what can we do to move forward. Um, If, if, you know, if we're we're both digging our feet in the sand kind of thing, it's probably not to anybody's benefit to, Mm -hmm. to continue on. And it's that situation where the money isn't worth it either. So you're not creatively uh, fulfilled. You're not, you know, fulfilled with the, the finished product. Right. And so again, that the, the monetary aspect of it is is so minor to me that I'm much more concerned about keeping people happy and you know figuring out the best way to to showcase what they're doing. Right. I find interesting too the the when when situations do go kind of off the rails. You know, they've they've found you or consulted you, whether it's through word of mouth or hopefully because, like most people these days, they research online and yeah. they see the type of work that uh, your that you've been responsible for and that you do. And you would hope that uh, them seeking, you know, your creative services out is because they would like to do something of the same caliber. Sure. Yeah. Uh, and then when it kind of you start realizing that you know the uh, accommodations you're making or the compromise you're make you're making is starting to actually make your own personal your brand possibly yeah, look sure. be, be compromised. I think that's a, a good ind- indicator as, as well because I think it's a relationship. Like obviously you always want to make the, the client first, put them first and make them feel the best, but you know, your stamp is is on that piece as well. Definitely. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So, well we actually we uh, and this was a fun conversation and uh, we hope you had fun listening to it and we just I just want to kind of wrap up by saying, you know, we wouldn't be here if it weren't for our clients. You know, we love our clients. We love the relationship we have with our clients. But, you know, sometimes things just kind of, you know, go awry. And that's when, you know, you get some stories like this. <laughs> In fact, uh, we had a great conversation the other day when we were prepping for this. Like, maybe maybe we should do an episode coming up where it's, you know, agency horror stories. You know, maybe we could reach out to some clients that, you know, have had really not very good um Experiences yeah. with with agencies and and maybe crack that nut a little bit and see what that yeah, looks turn like. Turn the tables a little bit. Yeah, I think that would be awesome. Um, well, James, thanks for joining us. 
Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, for more information on James and Jay Taylor Design, please visit thejtsite.com. You've been listening to Adyak, the official podcast of the AAF Lehigh Valley. Adyak is sponsored and produced by Fire Rock Productions and is recorded at Adams Outdoor Advertising, Eastern PA Market. I'm your host, Nathan Linder. Thanks for yakking with us. <laughs>